Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com. And here is my co-host, General Lee Lowry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you can find her on GeneralLee.com. That's spelled L-E-I-G-H. And if you're not paying attention, she's going to kick your butt. <laughs> whip you into shape. Mm. <laughs> uh, today, we are interviewing Danny Cohen, the inspirational wellness coach of MotivationalWellness.com. He's going to be instructing us today on how to cultivate acceptance, gratitude, and keeping fear in perspective to create more self-love, self-esteem, and self-confidence. And I thought this was going to be a great show because one of the keys to living to 110 is cultivating self-love and acceptance of yourself and your circumstances. This is pretty much going to be my favorite show. I'm so excited. But first, we uh, have to do the disclaimer. Uh, please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition, and it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before slathering your mug with any type of treatment that we suggest or any fitness regime that we suggest on this show. <laughs> And uh, for all you guys, you can check out my store. It's finally up on the website. It's at livetoone110.com slash store. I've got all kinds of my favorite supplements. They're end, called Endomet, and they're the supplements that I take and that I uh, prescribe to my family. I've also got several different kinds of near-infrared saunas that I highly recommend that everyone do to detox all the heavy metals and chemicals that we're exposed to in our environment today. And I also have a free uh, free contest going on. For anyone interested, you can go on the homepage of livetoone110.com and you can sign up to win a free hair mineral analysis. So just check that out. You'll see the little link on the little graphic on my homepage. So cool. And uh, I am the General Lee. You can find me at generallee.com. And I have an online training program. I'm based here in Los Angeles, but you can get a hold of me. And uh, I do a very uh, comprehensive online training program inclusive of online training and nutrition. So you can find that on General Lee Fitness and Nutrition through Facebook or at generallee.com. Okay, so Wendy. Again, what is going on with that book of yours? Well, you know, it's actually going pretty good. I mean, right now I'm still in rewrite. I'm in the second rewrite and uh, just trying to rework it and make it, you know, more readable and, you know, more compact. I tend to be long-winded. <laughs> so I got to whittle this thing down. And um, I'm looking for a copy editor to tell me, you know, what aspects of the book suck and that I need to uh, edit out. Um, but for those of you just tuning in to the Live to 110 podcast, uh, my book is called The Modern Paleo Survival Guide, and it's going to be available on Amazon uh, about June 1st, 2014, hopefully. Um, still uh, trying to pinpoint down the published date. Um, but the book is about taking paleo to the next level um, by including the most nutrient-dense foods, um, including also crucial lifestyle tips in line with how our ancient bodies function optimally and the importance of detoxing. This aspect is not found in any other paleo book, but it's crucial because you can eat the healthiest paleo diet in the world and still suffer health issues and disease if you don't detox from heavy metals and chemicals so prevalent in today's modern environment. 
Um, so that's basically the book in a nutshell, and um, hopefully I will be done very soon because I'm over it. I want to get it out to everyone. I'm it's so cool. It. No, it's really exciting. And like you said, I, sometimes we need someone to come in and tell us, all right, you got really long-winded here. I wish somebody could edit me as I was talking to people, you know, <laughs> like, oh, stop, go back, yeah. reverse. Yeah, so uh, so our guest today is Danny Cohen of MotivationalWellness.com, and he is the Inspirational Wellness Coach. And he's a fellow graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York, it's a school that I went to, and he helps women and young adults who want to regain control of their self-confidence. And he specializes in helping his, his clients boost their self-love, self-esteem, and self-confidence so that they can transform their bodies and live a happy, healthy life. So, Danny, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Wendy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and why you became a health coach focusing on motivational wellness? Okay, well, I primarily started my business um, really out of passion to help those individuals who are struggling with body image, self-esteem, self-confidence, because I myself was dealing with those issues at one time. Um, and I was really down in the dumps. I didn't know who I was. I had a lot of body image issues myself, and um, I just wanted to be able to give back and help those individuals develop that self-esteem, self-acceptance, and love themselves for who they are. And what is your background? You said you were growing up, you had some health issues. Correct. Um, growing up, I have cerebral palsy and I also have epilepsy. I've had epilepsy for 25 years. I grew up uh, with cerebral palsy. So, and just about a year ago, I actually had two brain surgeries to help me with my seizures. And those are actually unsuccessful in the way of helping, helping me with my seizures, but I'm actually grateful in the fact that I had those surgeries. I know that sounds a little crazy, mm -hmm. but the outcome of that surgery, even though they were unsuccessful in the way that, of helping with these seizures themselves, I do have cerebral palsy, and the, a very good side effect of the surgery is that it gave me more movement of my left side that I never had. No, that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I have not total movement of the left side, but I have... A lot more movement on the left side, more mental focus, more clarity. Uh, so I'm able to do a lot more things that I wasn't able to do. Uh, and 25 years ago, and even prior to that, let's say 10 years ago, I was on a lot of medications. I did a lot of different dietary changes. I took supplements. I took this, took that. I tried to really hone in on different things to help myself. And I was also overweight. I had eventually lost 80 pounds. Wow. And I was, I was happy to a point, but I wasn't really happy. I saw that the person that I was in the mirror, yeah, he lost 80 pounds and he looked good, but he really didn't feel good. Yeah. Because ultimately what he saw in the mirror was still a disabled person who had epilepsy. Mm. Um, and when I started to really see that years, you know, as years went by, I started to really notice that it wasn't who I was in the mirror. 
that I was supposed to be. It was that was just my perception. I had to really hone in on that actual vision of I'm Danny, I'm unique, and I'm a beautiful person. And that's really the acceptance piece. I'll go more into that later. Yeah. But that's ultimately why I do what I do for my clients. And I know firsthand, you know, it's it's tough right growing up with cerebral palsy. I had a a classmate in high school who also had cerebral palsy and you know, it's sad. He was just a, such a nice guy and a good-looking guy. And, uh, you know, he was a loner because people are, you know, not accepting of that. They're not uh, they're not accept, accepting of you with open arms as they would with someone without that, that health issue. And um, I feel bad for him a lot. We, you know, we were buddies and stuff like that. So I kind of know, you know, what you had to experience and uh, kind of some of the things that you had to overcome um definitely too uh, many people are uh, you know who don't have that that issue are really struggle with their self-esteem and self-confidence so i really hand it to you for you know finally being able to find your way to accept yourself and being able to teach this to other people and that's thank you and that's ultimately what it is once you start to accept yourself people start to see you differently and, it, and it's not even that because Anyone can feel bad for somebody, but once you start seeing you for you, the other person's perception of you shouldn't even matter. Mm. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. So how is your, you know, you said you had a couple brain surgeries last year. How has that experience changed your perspective about life and your practice? Um, it's actually been huge. With those two brain surgeries and being unsuccessful, as I said, it really makes you look at life completely different. You start to be able to wake up every morning and smell those roses a lot sweeter than they once were. Uh, be more grateful for every little thing that you do have and that you don't have. And it's not just for any, you know, just because I grew up being sick, that goes for anybody. And I'm talking about this now, and I'll certainly go into more detail as we go further throughout the interview. But it's all about accepting your reality, being grateful for all those things that we do have, being even, even more grateful for the things that we do not have. But having those two brain surgeries and not being successful just made me want to move forward even further with my practice and do the things that I wanted to do for others as I'm doing now. And that's great. I really admire your perseverance because a lot of people would have have those brain surgeries and be so discouraged and down because mm -hmm. they didn't they weren't successful. So how how do you channel that? Like how do you help your clients discover and learn about themselves? Like for instance, you mentioned a, a few things um, before we started the interview, what are the, the concepts you try to, to teach them? I find that the best way to learn about ourselves is to first feel every emotion. And you don't want to hide from your emotions. You want to embrace every emotion, seeing each one as that, as an emotion. And once that person embraced, embraces all those emotions, that's when that ability to change comes through because all those emotions are also thoughts. And thoughts can change. So if you're having a bad thought, 
you fully embrace that thought and that emotion, and then a light switches on. And you, you feel it, you embrace it, and then you make that choice to change. So if it's fear, or if it's pain, or if it's excitement, you feel all those things. And you fully just sit in them. And then you let them pass. And if it's an emotion that you want to stay with for a while, such as excitement or surprise or whatever it is, you let that stay with you. But if it's fear mainly, or pain, you feel it for a second, and then you let it go. Don't hide from your emotions, because that's the worst thing you can do. If you hide from them, that's just going to sit with you and make you even sicker. And coming from a person who has done that in the past, because my seizures are mainly brought on by stress. Yeah. I've always had a tendency in the past to really hold on to my emotions. And whenever I've done that, that's usually a trigger for a seizure or an episode for you know anything to really come out. And when I tell people who aren't sick, if they don't feel those emotions and let them set in for a second and then just let them out, that's going to trigger something internally inside them too. Because mm. it's going to trigger that stress response, which you all, I mean, we're all going through whatever stress we have. But if we don't feel, really feel that emotion and let it out, it's going to go deeper and deeper until that stress response completely causes something in our bodies and wreak havoc on it. Mm. That's so accurate. You know, um, this is Lee speaking, but I uh, I had the shingles, um, and it was based on a reaction of me not passing through feelings, really manifesting those internally. And you mentioned fear, and I truly believe that people manifest fear and vary in in things, and they and they vary, and they don't change if they don't change their thoughts. You know. Yeah. Um, so how do you help your clients get in touch with their fears and put them into perspective? Okay. Um, as far as fear, most people say that fear isn't real. <laughs> fear actually is very real. And it's something that you can't ignore. So we'll have this little voice inside our head. And most of it, most of the time, it's usually that negative little voice. Mm. So we go through life listening to whatever voice we have, whether it's a positive voice or a negative voice, but most often it's that little negative voice that constantly says, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do whatever it is. Um, but if you cultivate that positive inner voice and reverse that negative subconscious and reverse it more into a positive subconscious, because that is possible. Most people think that it isn't, but we all have that positive subconscious inside of us and breathe that positive thoughts and just allow them to come through, you'll be able to open your heart to new things and all those things that you once thought you couldn't do, you'll be able to fully do them. And you can do them. It's all about the I can as opposed to the I can't. Mm. So yeah. it's embracing that fear, just like embracing all the other emotions, embracing that fear, embracing the I can as opposed to the I can't and moving forward that with that positive inner voice. Mm. Really kind of getting even into an acceptance of the fear that's coming over you, you know? You kind right. of have to accept that emotion and then change your thought pattern and process so you can 
uh, move move forward with the I cans. Yeah, I think a lot of people they really resist their emotions, negative emotions, mm-hmm. like they fight it. And like right. for instance, they'll get depressed about being depressed, or right. and when they just need to accept it and because it will pass. That's right. Yeah, and I also, I read a really amazing book a long time ago called The Other 90%, and it talked about how most people, our, our brains are just automatically trained as a survival mechanism from, you know, caveman times that our brains are trained to focus on problems and solve them mm-hmm. because this is essential for survival. Yeah. And so you kind of almost have to, like, retrain your brain to not focus on problems, but focus on what you do have and having gratitude and things like that because your brain just automatically goes there and I think when you have awareness of that you can you really do have the power to shift your thinking into a more positive mode yeah that's and that's extremely true because your subconscious is such a powerful thing and it's always running it never stops so it's usually our subconscious, it tends to rely on past experiences. We all have those past experiences that are always gnawing away at us. And a lot of us tend to live in the past. Mm. And these are the things that I always talk with people about. When you, you're always living in that past moment, it's not what the past is about. It's about being in the present moment. It's about being now. Learning from your past, you don't want to forget your past. Because your past is a great teacher and you want to learn from whatever the past taught you. And then using those tools in the present moment. So like, uh, you know, taking the lessons from the past forward but not reliving the past lessons kind of thing. Right. Right. You don't want to regret as well because regretting what happened, then you're just going to further bring more of those emotions deep down inside and bring more of that stress out as well. You did what you did. Be happy that you did it. It's done. It's over with. Be over with it. Don't regret. Because the more that you regret, the more those feelings and that hurt and that pain and whatever other emotions start harping down on you start to dig deeper into your heart and into your soul and make you that much more of a bitter, sicker person. And that's no good either. So never regretting, never living in the past. You want to live in the moment, which is today. Yeah, ever since I read Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, I because I was, you know, addicted to Oprah at one time. And she was like <laughs> talking that power of now, Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle. And you know, I've become very present of living in the now and trying not to dwell on the past or even the future. Um, Because people can get very obsessed with what's going to happen. Is it going to be bad? Is it going to be okay? Am I going to be? Am I going to be fine? Mm. And so, how do you teach this this really powerful lesson to your clients? What I do every morning is I wake up and I always wake up with a smile on my face. I either and if I can't wake up with a smile on my face, but let's say I had a, a bad being that I do still have episodes. So if I have a seizure the night before and I don't feel like smiling, I usually try and remember a thought, a positive thought, or something that happened from the night before that happened that was good. And bring that up, and it makes me smile. 
or I watch something good on television to make me, you know, to bring me to that moment instead of reliving a negative past. It's about bringing yourself to the now because it's, it's always good to remember those positive past moments. It's okay to do that. But it's not good to live in your past is what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. If you could bring those positive past moments to your present and keep reliving those, that's what I normally would do. And that's what I normally would tell people to do as well. If they can't bring up something positive in that moment, bring up a positive past moment. But what I normally do for myself is I wake up every morning with a smile on my face. I meditate on certain things, whether it be on love or success or peace or gratitude, whatever it is. Um, there are so many different ways that I try and bring myself to the moment. Yeah, I think cultivating an attitude of gratitude is, yeah. you know, something that, you know, I personally try to work on every day and try to refocus yeah. my brain it's, on what I do have rather than what I don't have. And some days are yeah. easier than others. <laughs> like today, Lee and I are looking out the window and there's a pot of dolphins swimming by. It's so. amazing. <laughs> so it's a, we're having a great podcast today. It's relaxing, watching the dolphins. There's another one. There's more over there. It's wild. So. It's about noticing those little things, whether it be the dolphins or the birds outside your window. Noticing all those little things and allowing that present moment light that little spark inside of you and make you happy. Mm. Make you notice all the beautiful things in your life right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny. Go, go ahead. Sorry. It's about what's today. It's not what's <coughs> tomorrow. It's not what it was yesterday. It's about what's today. Yeah, right now. Right. It's funny. I'm, I, you know, I've mentioned on the podcast that I'm a sober woman and I was a woman who didn't exercise for 10 years of my life and was overweight. And it's, it's so interesting to me to find somebody who has such different circumstances, but yet it's a parallel. It's a parallel when it comes to the solution to our problems. Uh, it's really amazing to hear that because your problems and the things that uh, were seen as problems before that now you have accepted and and gone forward with, um, you know, are so different than my set of circumstances. But it's just amazing, amazing that that the solution is the same base, um, and I think acceptance in life is so important you know our circumstances our body how do you uh, teach your clients to accept themselves okay. and I, I started talking about this earlier on in the podcast but and I said I would further elaborate on this so for many years I struggled with that particular concept about acceptance of my life and what it was about so I was heavy when I was young and I was also you know, Obviously, I'm physically disabled, um, and I have a seizure disorder, but I never accepted it. And when I lost that 80 pounds, I did feel great to a point, but when I looked in that mirror and I still saw a physically disabled person who had a seizure disorder, um, I felt broken. Mm. I was disabled, I was bullied, and I was alone. And this continued on for many years, uh, and then I had a very life-altering situation. As a matter of fact, in September 10th of 2010, I had a succession of seizures that uh, was brought on by stress. 
and that was really a kick in the ass pardon the pun yes (laughs) (laughs) i like cursing on the podcast (laughs) Uh, it really was it it was just out of the ordinary for me to go through something like that and so when i went through that and the doctors told me that this is what it was caused from and then Obviously, this is what led to having those seizures last year. Uh, I'm sorry, having the surgeries last year. Uh, I started to realize that this is who I am. I'm unique. I might have a physical disability, but I'm healthy. Uh, I might have seizures, but I can still walk. I can still breathe. I can still, you know, see the things outside my window and. I can still hear the birds chirping. I have to be grateful and accepting of all of those things. And unique is a beautiful thing. We're all unique in our own way, and unique is beautiful. Yes, it is. Mm. Amen. <laughs> so once you start to realize and see that you're unique and know that unique is a beautiful thing, you can really start to let that set in and accept you for you. You can look in the mirror and notice all of your flaws and see that all of your flaws make you that unique, beautiful person. And that's just it. I mean, it's just, you know, such an amazing thing, you know. Um, So when I I just want to make everybody aware of that, Mm. that unique is such an awesome quality to have and and such an awesome thing to be. Yeah, and who knows if you hadn't had your life experiences and your your health issues that you wouldn't have become a health coach. Um, you know, you many times we have to have some sort of health crisis and then people well, gravitate towards uh, being nutritionists or health coaches and right. whatnot. So that I may do actually, you who you are. Right. I was actually certified as a nutritionist about 10 years ago. Uh, and I became a health coach in 2010. So, you know, I've been in the health field probably about 15 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I really didn't, I didn't know where I was going with it because of of my mindset and because of all the other things that were going on in my life. But just, and then when I got certified as a health coach in 2010, that's obviously when I had the succession of seizures and everything else happened. Um, And then last year, when I truly started to, when my life came full circle, after the surgeries and, and all the other things happened, that's when I was able to fully focus on what I wanted to do with my practice. And it was to teach other people, you know, especially women and young adults, most, you know, in particular, because young adults, working with young adults is really, I hold that near and dear to my heart because I was a, a kid who was bullied once. Um, and to work with those children who are dealing whether it be with physical disabilities or not you know just kids who are in school and and just going through a rough time who have that low low self esteem and self confidence uh, I really wanted to give that back to them and let them know that it's okay to be who you are and Last year, when I went through those successions of surgeries and, and everything else, 
that has given me now the ability to do that. So, um, yeah, it's really been great for the past year and, and being able to build a business now that I wasn't able to build 10 years ago and even three years ago when I first got certified as a health coach. So um, I'm, you know, I'm eternally grateful for all the things that have happened. You know, I have a question I like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Stress. Stress is, that's huge. It's a killer. I mean, there's heart disease, there's um, cancer, there's a lot of other things, autoimmune issues that come up. But stress, which can lead to all those things, is a big thing. And we can't hide from stress, but we can manage it. Mm. And we, when we learn how to manage our stress levels, my, what I normally, and I'm, I'm huge on telling people this, I tell everyone to relax. <laughs> yeah. And I, I say it sometimes a little too often, but if we can all just relax and breathe, take a couple of deep breaths when we're in a situation that we just seem that we can't handle, we, we know that we can. Things just seem to kind of go away. And stress, which is a killer, and causes all those underlying problems, such as high blood pressure, heart disease, and all the other underlying causes of autoimmune issues and whatnot. whether you know all the anti all the inflammatory issues I mean in terms of that um, if you could manage your stress levels you'd be a much happier and healthier person yeah I totally agree with you I think a lot of things I tell my clients as well is um, that of course stress kills but I think a lot of people don't understand exactly why exactly what that right. mechanism is mm-hmm. and it's basically when we're in our sympathetic nervous system mode when it's called sympathetic dominance, um, that's when we're in our fight or flight mode. Right. We're releasing adrenaline, our adrenals are getting overworked, and we're, we're stressed out. It's when you're thinking really fast and you have a million things to do and you're going, 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 going. And when you're in that mode, you can't digest your food effectively and you can't detox. Yeah. That's why you have to relax and sleep more and whatnot, get eight hours of sleep a night because that switches your body into the parasympathetic mode where you're able to digest your food and able to detox. And if you're always in the sympathetic mode, stress, fight or flight, your body can't detox and you just spend years accumulating heavy metals and toxins. Your body is not able to get rid of it and you eventually suffer malnutrition because your body isn't able to digest its food. And those two things are the killers. That's when we start developing all the, the, they're the basis of all these diseases of Western affluence. Yeah, absolutely. So I it's, totally agree with you. It's a, it's a huge, huge one. Yeah. So, so can you tell the listeners more about you and you know where they can find you? Sure. Um, well, they can go ahead to my website at motivationalwellness.com and if they'd like to learn more about my services and what I do and also sign up for a Be Beautiful BU strategy session. I certainly welcome that. And what is that? 
Uh, Be Beautiful Be You is a new program that I'm, I'm setting up. And what I do with that program is we set up and we go into detail where we can fully strategize your life and allow you to bring more passion, more love, and more gratitude into your daily life. And that's ultimately what I love to do with my clients. I want to be able to give them that passion, give them that spark back, and allow them to develop more of that daily gratitude into their lifestyles, more of that self-love. So with that Be Beautiful, Be You strategy session, I allow them to go into detail and we can break that down into more of a more steps to be able to work with you and and developing that uh, practice and that can be found on my website motivationalwellness.com I also do have a free offer on my website and that can be found at tinyurl.com danny-free-gift as well you can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash motivational wellness Well, Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, your story is truly inspirational and in how you've overcome so much adversity and now share your knowledge and, you know, your teachings about self-love with others. And, you. you know, I have to say I really respect that you have triumphed and refused to give up and, and you know, and help others to tap into their self-esteem and their self-confidence because it's, I think that's a, one of the number one things people struggle with, especially young adults, um, even even young adults that are attractive and that uh, that do have a lot going for them can st- are still struggling with that, finding their identity. I know myself, I struggle with that probably till I was 30 uh, at least or longer. And uh, so I think it's really great that you're focusing in on this, this niche. Thank you. And everyone, if you want to learn all about detoxification, the modern paleo diet, or healing your health conditions naturally, go check out my site, livetoone110.com. You can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. And I'm also on YouTube at Wendy Live to 110. And today, actually, Lee and I are going to be uh, uh, filming our first cooking segment. Um, we're going to be making chicken broth today because um, I want to start you know, getting some recipes and um, some videos on how to make healthy modern paleo food. You know, in preparation for my book publication around June 1st of the Modern Paleo Survival Guide. So I want to help you guys be able to implement um, the principles in the book and with how to cook, how to cook healthy food. It's going to be fun today. And if you want to find out more about me, go to generallee.com or you can find me on Facebook at General Lee Fitness and Nutrition. And lastly, on Instagram at Jen Lee. And if you like what you heard on the show today, please give the Live to 110 podcast a review on I, on iTunes. Uh, we really need your reviews and we would love them. So please send a positive, positive review for us. Yes, please take two seconds to go do that right now. Just open <laughs> iTunes, search for Live to 110 and write that review. Because uh, we need that to get in the search engines so that more people can hear our words so we can spread our gospel mm-hmm. about living healthy. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Remember, um, it's uh, you have to learn to accept yourself 
and have an attitude of gratitude mm-hmm. to Absolutely. live to 110. So Danny, thank you so much again for being on the show. Thank you. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the Live to 110 podcast. <laughs>